Hello, and welcome to the New Day Podcast, where we talk about life and how to deal with what it throws at you. I'm Ian here in Salt Lake City with a passion about communication technology and finding my zen. And with me, as always, the peanut butter to my jelly, the lemon to my lime. Uh, Hi, I'm Angela. I am also in Salt Lake City. I am a stay-at-home mom slash grandma currently getting ready to go to school, and uh, I've had many careers over the years. Most of them customer service oriented, and it's taught me a lot about people. And with us this week, (laughs) we have a very, very special guest, the smartest man in the room. There's only two of us, but he is definitely smarter. I think think Spencer has taken that from me. Uh, He knows coding. I I I think he's nerdier. I I think that's what it is. Is he street smart? (laughs) I don't know. That's what I was going to say. Now I, I feel like he's Reddit smart. That's okay. what he Reddit is. Reddit smart. He's, that, he's that needs Reddit to be a smart. thing. Yeah. Chandler Smith from Radio Ronin with us. Hello, hello. Yeah. Thanks for having me on, guys. Oh, I, we're, I, excited. we're excited. I do need to throw yeah. Angela under the bus because we were, we were trying to sound check, and she's like moist, moist. That's her go-to sound check. You realize like, when your dad listens to this, he's going to be like, click. I know. I'm he's done. Gone. He's already gotten the best. Yeah, I know. But that's your go-to. It is. All it right. works well. It I, freaks out the guests. And, you know. That's exactly what we want to do. Greg was so uncomfortable last week. Was he really? He didn't think, sound like it. I think you made him more uncomfortable. I've recorded no, with Greg Sika, before. No, Sika made him uncomfortable. <laughs> I've recorded with Greg many times. Yeah, so. Greg's he's a pro. <laughs> he was a lot of fun. Like you you likened him to a Sherpa with all of his gear. <laughs> he wanders in like, oh, he's, I mean, he's a Boy Scout, so yeah. I've got to give him credit for that. But. He yeah. was so prepared. Angela's mic, so he, we, he did use his board. Yeah. Oh, okay. And we hooked it up. Angela's mic wouldn't work. The other ones worked just fine. Yeah. So he, we did Wait, have really? to use one of his mics. We did have to use one of Greg's oh. mics. No matter what we did, mine was like... It pays to be a Boy Scout. I was like, I have one more mic. I can go grab it. And he's like, no, I've got okay, one. Yeah, Ready and when go. we do it at Ronan, I mean, we have like a, a thousand mics. And he's like, no, I've got his specific one with his specific shock mount. And, yeah, oh, he and loved he, it. He loves his sound. And it, I mean, it, it's pretty cool. So It was uh, a lot of fun to oh, have him on. Thanks for having me on. I'm oh, excited. We're, like, we're calling it kind of our Ronan crossover event. Okay. Because we're, we're, we're kind of back to back. Everybody. We're okay. trying to get them all in in case we go in lockdown again. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's probably good. Are you going to do Spencer and Josh separate? No. Because <laughs> we're doing we, them we have together. About this. They're like the Mormon kids on, they, they uh, are. on Ocean's Eleven. Yeah. yeah. We originally wrote it. We, we've got our wall of ideas that, behind you there that we're oh, doing. And, and, okay. and I had them on there. But the more I talked with Josh and Spencer at lunch, well, you know well, what we could do? We and they kept saying we. And I'm like, well, we I've got we, a fourth we can, mic. We can do all four. So. Yeah. So do they have like the one brain and they share it between the two or... <laughs> You know, Sorry, there's, guys. There's, <laughs> I, I'm going to be a nerd. There's a Star Trek The Next Generation episode mm-hmm. called with the Binars. Yeah, and And they are a pair. They just sit there and talk to each other. So yeah. Are they like twins? Like Yeah. Oh. One's the right side. One's the left side of the brain. Yeah. Really? But but I do <laughs> love the Mormon twin analogy. Yeah. So that, <laughs> the weird Mormon twins from that, the Oceans uh, movies. That, that made me laugh harder <laughs> than... I was like, oh my God. <laughs> it's really true. It, it's, it's scary how... I don't know. They no. do everything together. It kind of freaks me out. I love them both. I love them to death. So. Oh, there. <laughs> I went to lunch with them, and it was so fun. Oh, they're the best guys ever. Because they, they kind of finished each other's sentences. It was fantastic. Mm-hmm. It was, and, and watching Josh enjoy rolls. Because it was <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Okay, hold on. Enjoy just like a standard roll? Uh, where, where did you Texas guys go? Texas Roadhouse. Roadhouse oh, yeah. We had, I think, two, three baskets at least. Mm-hmm. And Josh is like, I shouldn't have more, but I'm going to. Mr. Keto over <laughs> so, there is, is going I, to town. I, I sympathize with him. Yeah. Those rolls were heaven. That was like the first carbs I'd had in months. 
And then I, you went the whole weekend and did nothing but break your diet. Uh, <laughs> so I, when, when, you, when you're week. on keto and then you have carbs, is like, does it throw your whole body out of whack? Everybody cautioned me I would get sick. Yeah. And I mm-hmm. don't get sick. Really? My body, like my stomach will just grumble a lot. But mm-hmm. other than that. I've had friends do that, and like their hair is falling out. They've got kidney stones. Like the second, mm-hmm. like you go back off keto, like it yeah. just destroys your body. So yeah, mine's I, I've awesome. been good, but my my body seems to be built for it. Yeah. So. <laughs> you're built for keto. Everybody's probably wanting to know a yeah. why why is Chandler on? B who is Chandler? <laughs> I'm wondering the same things. So we're yeah. at, we we were talking about ideas, and we said, you know what, passions. Mm-hmm. People who Ooh. follow passions. Ooh, I'm moving my mic. Sorry. You instantly came to mind with the passions. Definitely. Following your passions. Definitely. I I feel like I've known you forever Mm -hmm. because of your dad. Yeah. 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 (laughs) Growing growing up as the the kid on radio. Absolutely, yeah. And your mom, when we got together at Christmas to go look at Temple Square. Yeah. Yeah. She was like, oh, isn't it so good to see Chandler again? And I was like, this is the first time you and I (laughs) ever met. And she... She was just. I didn't realize you hadn't met Chandler till then. Never. No. Oh, because wow. like back in the day, you'd always do like the club events and things like yep. that with the radio station, go. my dad, and DJing and everything like that. And in Utah, I'm I wasn't able to go into clubs under 21. Right. Other, you know, unlike Seattle or other places where I was playing clubs, but we never got to meet. And no. It's kind of like I don't know. And then like the we were times, like pen pals in a way. And and the times <laughs> I went into the radio station mm-hmm. to help, I was never there. For you some weren't reason. there, yeah. or your dad took the night the day off. Yeah. Uh, Call of Duty Day <laughs> was <laughs> the first day yeah. I went in there. Was it really? Yeah. What year was that? Was it, oh, was it the first year of Call of Duty Day? I think it might have been. Because and okay. he kept calling into the station to talk about Call of Duty, <laughs> and you two were playing it. I, you could hear like the explosions in the background, and yeah, the fourteen-year-olds so yelling at us. Your your mom was like, "Isn't it great?" And nope, never met before. It, yeah. it that just totally blew her mind. But the weird thing is, when when we met, it wasn't like, "Oh my gosh," you're like, "Oh hey, Ian," you're like, "Hey, hey Chandler." Yep. We, like gave each other a hug, and it's like <laughs> we're like best buds because we talked so much, but we've never actually met in person. That's so, so funny. I had no idea. Yeah. I, I guess I assumed you'd been to Spring Fling and that at. Uh, oh yeah, a couple of those those yeah, DJ events. Yeah. Well, and I'm trying to think because I don't. Uh, I went down to one of the New Year's Eve parties down, down in, in utah like, county provo yeah yeah and i don't think you were performing at that one i think it was really? just your dad it was the very first time you went down i think the there. very first one i i was not on and i, I and was playing a different party up in salt lake at the time because that was okay. back in the madison days and everything yeah, else, yeah. So. i was playing at the rail of all places oh wow do you remember the rail yes. yeah Love? yeah wow That's still around <laughs> see looks... i i guess i had just met him so many times ghost hunting and stuff that I just assumed you had. After that, everything kind of, you know, went to hell in a handbasket, and I disappeared up to Wyoming for a little while. Yeah, uh, I didn't know that's where you went, was Wyoming. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Back up to Evanston and stayed up there for about a year and a half or okay. so, and then ended up traveling for work like yeah. a gypsy. And I passed through a couple times, and I text him and say, hey, Ian, I'm passing through Evanston. He goes, I'll meet you at the liquor store. <laughs> that's your guys' meetings. Priorities. That, that fireworks. Priorities. Well, and then we tried to burn down Evanston. You remember that's when the Wait, what? The tire, we're driving through, and the tire on my boat trailer went flying oh. into this field. And, and before we could stop our vehicle, it was sh- shooting Sparking? sparks everywhere oh, and the geez. whole field okay. next to us started on fire we're over there pouring all this water we <laughs> so can she was not allowed back <laughs> I, yeah i, I haven't mean, been back sense. since actually deservedly <laughs> so, so. Yeah. yeah she's on probation yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> no we were just lucky a farmer had a water truck and he came out and started it's like something out of like a homework movie <laughs> it really was hilarious wow. it was like the griswolds <laughs> yeah do <Duke> evanston <laughs> hmm 
it was an interesting. That, that mm-hmm. uh, that's actually the most probably adept description I've heard. <laughs> I, I think I need to write a new sticky note on your guys' wall behind me. Well, yeah. and, a, a, and a the, new day podcast road trip to Wyoming. And the tire shot into this field. I remember and we you could, were like, oh my we God. Couldn't even, we couldn't even find the tire and we weren't going to go into gone. that field of cows. It was just gone. Wow. And the, my son was following behind us in his truck and he's like, yeah, mom, it's gone. It's like somewhere. So we had to leave our boat by the side of the road. Go get, it was an interesting That's trip. That's a whole thing. And not like, you know, there's a whole lot of tire selection at Evans. No, so. no. We, we went to the Walmart, which is about all there is. Yes. Yeah. That anymore, even yeah. more so. Yeah. yeah. Passions. You, you are a man that has followed your passions since I first heard, you know, your name. Well, and when I say your name. Uh, there's been many. Uh, oh. Can, can you remember? Uh, I, I can't even remember all of them. Bullet. Bullet, Bullet. is the one I remember. Okay. Lourdes. Bullet, Bullet for a long time. Lourdes was the first one. Yes. And Spinari. Yes. Spinari. Yeah, there's yeah. been, those are the three you I know, remember the just most. Just Chandler now. You know, just Chandler. It feels okay. a lot better, to be honest. <laughs> I'm just sure it, it does. It didn't feel convincing. You're like, hey, what's your name? Like, I'm Spinari. And then you're just like, I'm a dick. Like, it's, it just doesn't work. So I was like, you know, I'm switching. Once we took a break from DJing, I'm like, I'm just going to Chandler Smith. It's just a lot easier. Well, growing up, your dad was very protective of trying to make yes, sure you had was. as normal of a life as possible. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, being on, being in the public eye like he was, uh, of course, I would pop in on the radio show and things like that. And Lourdes was the first name just to kind of keep me protected. And then it switched to Bullet when I started playing hockey mm-hmm. because I was a tall kid, but I was really, really fast for my height. And especially because I was a goalie, which goalies aren't known for really being quick. And so I was just given the name Bullet. And then, yeah, Spinari came about. I was a huge fan of Avicii. Okay. I don't know if you know yeah. who, who oh, I DJ. love Avicii. Yeah. And I wanted a cool kind of fancy name like that because that was a style like in the early, I don't know, like 2010s ish. Yeah was like that one word name that no one knows what the hell it means, but it's kind of cool. And so I'm like, oh, Spinari, and it's, it was Maltese for smooth. Okay. Like, hey, that's cool. So I, I ran with that because it rhymed with the Vici. And then, yeah, and it just, I don't know. Didn't stick. I, I, I outgrew it, I guess I could say. But that's in, probably in a true. Way where... I was in the station with your dad one morning, mm-hmm. and he he had never used your real name. And, and oh, he slipped right. one day, and he's uh-huh. like, Chandler. And I'm like, who? And he's like, Bullet. <laughs> was, that, Bullet. was that on air? No. Oh, no. Okay. And, and I just, I started laughing. He's like, please don't ever, ever. And I'm like, you're stays here. Safe with yeah. me. Stays here. What, what happens in the studio That's stays right. in the studio. Exactly. Yeah. So, I mean, it, it's been interesting having all these like weird names and things like that, but I don't know. It's, I, it's been, I've been me the whole time. But you your names I mean? have also, it, uh, to me, the names evolve with what your uh-huh. current project is too uh, i the thing is, is yeah if we're gonna be talking about passions I'm, I'm definitely one that isn't good at sticking with something for too terribly long i kind of <laughs> bounce around a lot which i don't necessarily know i don't think that's a good thing but actually just, i don't think it's a bad person. thing actually yeah. from everything i have read about following your passions mm-hmm. and what makes you successful at it trying new things over and over to find a new passion you may think you know what you want to do but then you have an experience with something else and you think, hmm, kind of enjoyed that. And so Interesting. Okay. it's all passions. You're just following different ones and different So avenues. Okay, so not sticking with the same thing for too long isn't a bad thing. No, no. it's not. Not from everything I saw. Really? Well, not yeah. only that, I think as we, you know, I, as the old people in the room. <laughs> you guys aren't old. We, I'm your we've evolved. Age. You're not old. <laughs> uh, you, you and I, I mean, we've known each other for over 10, 11, 12 years Easy. now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And... Things that I'm interested in now are mm-hmm. not the same things. I mean, I've still got my 
things that I love. I love yeah. sci-fi. I love technology. I've always loved oh, that. Yeah. But the Zen thing is only within the last couple of years. That's true. Yeah. I think as you get older, you're you become more open to experiencing new things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think that was that's kind of what I'm going through right now is because like at like 13 or even a little bit younger than I'm like, hey, I want to play professional hockey. That was my goal. Mm-hmm. And so that's that was my entire life. I ate, slept, and drank hockey. That was it. Then I started getting to a point where you know I got a bad coach, and it wasn't fun anymore because I was traveling. I was like the number one goalie in my, in the state for my age. And, and it was going like, I was doing really, really good, but it wasn't fun. I was like, it's, there's wins and losses and you can do everything right. And it still doesn't go the right way for you. And I, I don't know. I just started kind of having this, it was fun when I was just doing it for fun. But the minute you try and switch it to doing something you're passionate about for a career, I think that's where a lot of things change for people. Oh, absolutely. And and then I'm like, you know what? This isn't very fun. And I hurt my knee pretty bad. And it, it was a whole thing. And I'm like, you know what? I don't know what I want to do. That was, I think I was about 13 or 14 at that point. Was playing on the practice team with the, the professional Grizzlies here in, in Utah. And wasn't able to actually like play for them because of my age, but was practicing with the teammates and the coaches. And, you know, was definitely in that pipeline to to go into the pro leagues and things like that. What ended up happening is we had a, a trip down in Vegas for a hockey tournament. And I was walking into a Vegas hotel, all in my, my hockey tracksuit, you know, looking like a total douche. <laughs> and I had my big goalie bag and my hockey stick and, you know, just, just uh, yeah. Anyways, there was a DJ in there and there's a little club inside. Uh, it used to be the Mandalay Bay and it was called Eye Candy. And it was a club dead center inside mm-hmm. a casino yeah. where you could look into it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but being too young, I was like, oh, I can actually see what a DJ does. And he was up there playing music and everyone was happy. And I kind of just sat there and I sat there with my dad and we watched him for, oh gosh, probably three, four hours when I was supposed to be sleeping and getting ready for a game the next morning. And <laughs> I was absolutely just involved in what he was doing and, and how he was completely taking this crowd of people and, and had them in the palm of his hand and was changing their mood based on music that he was wanting. If he wanted them to rage, he would change the song. If he wanted them to be happy and go drink, he would change the song to something that would fit that. And I really had a moment where I was thinking, there's no wins, there's no losses. It's just positive. He's doing something to make people happy and that's where it stops. And I remember looking at my dad going, I want to do that. <laughs> and and I didn't know this. My dad was a club DJ forever, mm-hmm. which I didn't, I, how I didn't know that, I have no idea. I knew him as a radio DJ. <laughs> it's like, oh yeah, I used to do this all the time and, and you know, DJ clubs. Mm-hmm. I'm like, wait, what? And that, I mean, that took me down a, a massive rabbit hole of, you know, I'm like, okay, maybe hockey isn't the right thing for me. So was he, was he still, or was, was he starting to get back into DJing? No. No? No, okay. that was me. That was, that was you. Okay. Yeah, so, I mean, he, he was still doing the radio stuff but as far as clubs go he hadn't done that you know since i was really really little so probably 10 years okay and i'm like hey i want to kind of look into this so long story short the trip ends i go back to high school i start listening to you know some different music a guy named dead mouse was someone that mm-hmm, i found mm-hmm. all the kids called him dead mouth five which was like the thing so stupid anyways <laughs> watched him play a, a, a youtube video of him playing in front of it was a, a club in la and there's like seven thousand people and they were just raging. And it was music that I never heard before because I was one of the kids that thought, oh, electronic music mm-hmm. is yeah. it's not real music. Well, it had such a stigma to it for a long time. Especially at that time. You know, yeah, it, probably. It, kind of in the early like 2010, like 2012-ish. Mm-hmm. It, it wasn't really yeah. what it is now. And I remember kind of being in school and everyone's like, oh, that's not real music. But then uh, I'm like, well, no, it really is. And if you dig deeper into it, it's got a lot of roots in soul and funk and disco. And I grew up as a punk rock kid. You know, so that it was like a complete 180 from what I was used to. I don't know. I, I just started listening to it and went home, found a, a free DJ software on my laptop called <laughs> Virtual DJ. I was kind of playing around with it. My dad came up to my room one day and he's like, hey, let's, what are you working on? I'm like, oh, just, you know, just trying to learn how to DJ. He's like, oh, cool. 
And so he sat down, and I can't remember the songs. It, one was like ACDC, and then he mixed it with like a, a traditional just house music song. Mm-hmm. And my mind was blown at that point. <laughs> that was like the coolest damn thing in my life. I, I was like, okay, this is what I want to do. So for Christmas, I got a little mixer, and I've been buried in in music for the longest time. It's, it's who I am at my core, but yeah, I'm, I'm kind of jumping around from thing to thing. But I don't want to get too far ahead, but I think it all revolves around trying to make others happy. Because mm-hmm. that's what music did for me. I was bullied severely in high school and in middle school, like really, really bad. And music was always my outlet to kind of get me out of whatever crappy situation I was in. Music is, it, it's, it's the yeah. universal language. <laughs> it is. It, it is. really is. Yeah. My daughter was bullied was in she? high school okay. severely uh, to the point where I threatened to sue the school district because wow. they wouldn't do anything about yeah. it. And they kept saying, well, you could move her schools and I'm, why would I have to move her? Why can't you, you get rid of the problem? Or you know? why can't you deal with yeah, the problem? So, but anyway, yeah. music is what she turned to. Okay. It's creative outlet and things like that. So I understand what you're saying with that goes. Uh, I don't know. It, it's just that one thing where I'm like, okay, once the headphones go in, nothing else really matters. Mm-hmm. And and even that was clear back in like the punk rock days. And and then that really evolved into music. And it was so much more positive than what I was listening to. Like, I, I don't know if you, like, I was listening to like emo punk rock. You know what I mean? I had like corduroy skinny jeans and I dyed my hair black. And like, I had a whole emo phase going for a while, which I think every kid kind of does. Well, you're Uh, close to my daughter's age and she went through Did she go through an emo phase? Oh, and punk rock. Yeah. Did you go through an emo phase? I didn't. Grant, I was up in small town Wyoming. I wasn't a cowboy. Thank God for that. But uh, (laughs) I I was a nerd, huge nerd. Love computers. I always gravitated towards things like that. I always Mm -hmm. ended up being like the computer lab aide. Oh, nice. Uh, Technology has always been my outlet, but I love music. I ended up working in uh, the radio station. Up in Evanston oh, when I was in high school. Oh, I didn't know that. So that was kind of my gateway into radio. Mm-hmm. When your dad invited me for first on, he's like, hey, he's like, wow, you, you've actually got a radio voice. And I was like, well, and he's like, I had some oh, training. Didn't know that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, this explains a lot. <laughs> Music, definitely one of the highest passion. Mm-hmm. All three of us at this table, mm-hmm. Greg, Greg I, yeah. I feel like the, the group we run around with. Radio Ronin as a, as a oh, whole yeah. is very much based around music yeah absolutely so bash music on saturdays that you do is uh, i mean i i love it it's my (laughs) highlight i when i called it and you were guys uh and sorry ian (laughs) the funny thing is like is we had when we were doing what's happening hot stuff you called it and then we had like three other people calling right yeah oh i was laughing all of a Oh, and every no. time you guys are like, oh, your your yeah. your dad what I what I hook up and he's like, well shit, <laughs> <laughs> and and it just kept going further I down. Know. Okay, we'll figure it out. And... I mean, it's it's great to know that. I think it has a lot to do with COVID nineteen right now. Oh, because abs- there's no other outlets. You can't go to clubs. You can't go out to concerts. You can't do anything. And and so that's why we were like, hey, let's let's start up Ash Music. Let's give it another shot because we, as some people know, we took a break from DJing mm-hmm. for two years yeah you know the market kind of crashed and, and it wasn't really the thing that it used to be and i'd end up transitioning into film now they pulled the world's locked down it's like oh well let's try and bring some sort of it goes back to trying to bring happiness to yeah. other people and, and it does i hope it works you know I, I hope it's it's doing its job for that music we talked about this last week with yeah. greg was one of the things i miss the most is live music oh, yeah me too concerts live concerts it's it's different for oh. people like i know people who are like oh i never go to concerts I've never been to one. Why, why would I want to do that? I'm like, it, there's just a different it's, level of energy there. Seeing something live is can be life-changing. And I oh, just yeah. feel like you lose yourself for yeah. a whole evening. You're in listening to this wonderful music. You hear it in a different way than when you listen to it mm-hmm. on your mm-hmm. playlist. There's just something about live music that just is, oh. 
Yeah, and some random dude in Vegas who was a DJ at a, a little club in the Mandalay Bay changed my life forever, and he has no idea. Mm-hmm. He has no clue from one random set that he played. I mean, that's the impact that music can have on people. And if people have never actually gone out to a club mm-hmm. to go hear a live DJ, yeah, your dad actually was the first person to introduce me to that. Oh, really? He, he dared me. Okay. He goes, <laughs> I'm going to dare you to put on an event. Yeah, he And did. We, we sat and talked in between our, our little breaks where we'd talk on yeah, the radio, yeah. that's when we put on uh, put put on the Suck It Valentines, the anti-Valentines. So that, that was your first club event? That was my event. very first club event. Was that the first time you like been into a club as well? Uh, yeah. Wow. So, so, okay, what, first impressions then? I was more like focused on the, the, the back end, make sure everything's working of good. Course, and, yeah. and then when it got towards about last hour, it's like, okay, I can relax. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I loved it. Yeah. It was... I was like, I see why people love this. There's a there's a different energy there, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, my girlfriend's the same way. She hates live music, has like social anxiety, like doesn't want to be in large crowds. And, and there's something that once you get into that that zone, and everyone's listening to the same beat, no one cares what you look like, no one cares what your no. political no. beliefs are, or mm-hmm. what the color of your skin is, or what your religion is. It's you're just there, all listening to the same thing. It's like what you said, Angela. It's the universal language for everyone. It is, and everyone in that room can connect to that point. And you know, once once you're not stressing about running the event, oh, I, you can kind of just hone into that. And, and I'm not even, I'm not a dancer. I'm the same way. Yeah. You don't yeah. want to see it move, I promise. But <laughs> just, I love when you do a mesh. Whether it's I'm working on something in the house, whether yep. it's I'm playing a video game, or mm-hmm. I'm just listening to music. Yesterday, drove down, got ice cream, came back, was listening to it the whole way, uh, and as soon as I'm done, I usually hit, you know, as soon as it goes, it's available for download. I download it. I listen to your sets <laughs> me too. two, when, three times. When really? we were building our deck and I was out there staining it and stuff, I'd play old bash episodes oh, and I'd nice. be out there just jamming along. <laughs> Man, I, it was awesome. My neighbors are like, <laughs> looking at me like I'm crazy. <laughs> so I'm just over there jamming out, having a good time. I, it just, it, it helps you with a lot in life. I mean, uh, it's a good passion. I can some of my it. my favorite memories revolve around music at this point. Yeah. Angela and I used to go down to the Madison mm-hmm. quite frequently. Uh, yes, yeah, yeah, we did. Uh, Sam Van Crisco. Mm-hmm. Uh, have you ever performed with him? I haven't. Yeah, I yes, I have actually. Okay. We did two or three events together. Okay. Great guy. Awesome, uh, awesome guy. We work at the same company. Wait, really? Yeah. Currently, so, you guys so he was about my second or third day mm-hmm. at the company. So mm-hmm. I was in training. And I get in the elevator, and I'm going up one floor, and the door's open, and there's, there he is. Sam. There's Dave. And, and he walks in, and he's like, what are you doing here? And then he just goes, who got your referral? <laughs> he's like, I've seen what you've done in the club. Uh, yeah. How did you get a job here? Oh, he was, he was funny. And so we, every time he's in town, I, he travels a lot for sales and stuff with mm-hmm. our company now. But I run into Dave all the time, and I love his sets. I, I just, I love live music. And as soon as your dad was like, here, you know, and I'm trying to remember, was it SoundCloud, I think, was SoundCloud where I was saw the, some of your first. One. Yeah. And he, he sent me a link, and he's like, listen to this. And I'm like, holy shit, this kid is extremely talented. <laughs> and everything I've ever known about you is always a passion. Oh, thank you. Yeah. I, I mean, it's it's fun trying to bring people into house music because that's what for people like who are listening and don't understand what we're talking about we, we mainly play house music mm-hmm. which yeah. is you know four on the floor um uh, people call it techno or you know whatever you want to call it but we try and do it in a way that we can bridge that gap for people who don't like that music and so like yesterday on, on, on my set i played everything from blink 182 and remixed it to toto in africa mm-hmm. to sierra to i don't destiny's child to red hot chili peppers you know, I'm trying to do all that in a way, but weave it in with normal music to, to make that 
relatable for people. It's something where people would go, that is the most screwed up mixtape I've ever <laughs> it, heard. You would think but it is the smooth. Way, oh, thank you. I, I hope. I mean, my, no, it really the, behind the scenes, it's a total shit show. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm glad. I'm glad That's you why like you it. haven't done the Bash Live cameras. Because he's like freaking out and all sweaty. And yeah. I will never forget. What was it? The he was trying to. Your dad was trying to mix metal live. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> that's not. And he goes, "That's why you don't do that." Yeah. People don't. I, I don't know if they don't realize you guys are doing that live. I mean, yeah, oh no, interacting, hundred percent, yeah, a hundred. And I know everybody's always wanting the video, and I'm like, guys, if you knew how no. hard they were working, it's a distraction. Mm-hmm. I, yeah. I get it. Yeah, enjoy what you're listening to. Yeah, yeah, because I mean, we're taking acapellas from you know a punk rock band. And then speeding it up and matching it with a drum beat and then adding a bass line from a different song and all mm-hmm. of these different elements to, you know, really compose on the fly. And a lot of people think, oh, you just plug in an iPod and you sit yeah, there and, and it couldn't be further from the truth. That's the misconception yeah. is people like, oh, I've got a DJ coming to perform here and the guy shows up and he's got a laptop and he hits play. Yeah. And that's the, the DJ. And he's sitting behind a, a table with like a Pac-Man yeah, on a shirt and exactly. a big ketchup stain and, and that's, that's the show. I had some neighbors that used to throw a dance party every June. For okay. for because we live in a cul-de-sac just for fun yeah. something I always wanted to do yep. and he'd come and he'd have a cool booth with the lights and the lasers and everybody'd be out dancing but it literally was just the laptop yeah and I'm just like you know what I know much more talented DJs <laughs> than we could have oh, here far. the first time the first time I saw the setup I'm sure the setup has evolved greatly it since has, the first time yeah. I saw it I remember seeing it wheeled in and set up on the table and I was like. Looks like Vader. And mm-hmm. your dad was like, and Oh, I that, for, so I you for, named it. I forgot was that, you? that and, until your dad mentioned a couple weeks ago, yeah. I was like, Oh, I remember that. Yeah. <laughs> I black, remember that. Black road case and everything was like mad black over yep. here. Black magic. Black magic. Was uh, that you? Uh, was that I, I didn't name it. Okay. But uh, you I remember I, black magic. Oh, well. yeah. I, <laughs> that car was great. Oh, it Big was huge escalade. It was <laughs> so much fun. That was our hockey car. That was that was the hockey travel car, and we beat and it the makes hell sense. Out of it. Yeah, yeah, that was a great car, but <laughs> yeah, it, it, music is. It, I don't know. It, it's definitely that my happy place. Mm-hmm. You know, recently because of COVID and everything, I've got back into playing guitar, um, and that has been the biggest lifesaver because you know Disneyland's not opening. You know, <laughs> how much of a Disney nerd? Oh my oh. gosh! There's nothing else to do. You can't really go to Vegas. You can't. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. There's nothing really going on. I have a side hustle, and I think a lot of people their side hustles are their passions they're mm-hmm. yeah I, I i can't quite figure out or i haven't quite figured out how to make it my day job <laughs> it's not always possible no but people i talk to about their passion so i i was throwing things out on social media this week and talking with people that would respond and a lot of folks are also like i love it i want to keep loving it i don't want to turn it into a grind and this is something i actually want to talk about Go for uh, it. Yeah. I, I was thinking about this earlier today and, and coming on the show and it's kind of like what I was talking about with hockey. Once once it became real and it became a job, it sucked. It, yeah, it, it wasn't fun anymore. You're not I, passionate I was doing about it. I was doing it for fun. Yeah. And then, you know, once the pressure's there, you're just like, oh, shit, this isn't isn't what – I don't know. You don't have the heart in it that you used to. No, it's true. And I think one of the most important things, and this is like guitar for me, is I think everyone needs to find a passion that you don't get paid for. Oh, I agree to with me, that 100%. Because I've been, you know, I graduated high school early to do Radio Ronin, mm-hmm. and that's obviously my number one passion. I absolutely love that, and that's, you know, everything to me. That's who I am as a person, is podcasting. But you still need to have something that you can do for fun that isn't related to mm-hmm. how am I going to monetize this. Exactly, and I think that's where people lose their focus on their passions. They mm-hmm. think, 
following your passion means you're going to make a career out of that thing that you're passionate about. It's not Which always, is entirely possible. Yeah, and that's a, obviously. If you can do that, yeah. great. If you can, but sometimes your passion can just be something that's not your job. That's just an outlet and something fun and something you enjoy. I think enjoy. you need both. Yeah, you do. You need I a good you need balance both. of both, yeah. for you, sure. You need something that pays the bills, that fuels <laughs> the passion. Correct. Yeah. I was listening to... Hi, Sitka. Uh, sorry for the snoring, guys. Have these can be she right is dead to the world. She loves listening to us podcasts. I love that. Adam Grant. So he's he's a podcast that I listen to quite a bit. Ted puts it on. He does, I think yeah. it's called Work Life or Life Life at Work, something like that. He had an episode where he talked about the worst advice you can possibly give somebody is to follow their passions to a job. And yeah, I agree like, with that. I completely agree with that. Yep. At first, I was like, oh, whatever. Because I, I hear some people like <laughs> mm-hmm. Gary Vee that are like, find your passion and that's all you focus on and make it work. Mm-hmm. Right. But a lot of the time, passion, it really takes a lot of skill to pivot into making that a yeah. day job. And, yeah. and do you do it because you love it or are you doing it because you have to do it? Correct. And, and that Bingo. Yeah. See, a, that's what he was saying. Yeah. yeah. And that's the hard thing. Like, you have these guys who are like these self help gurus, right? Yeah. Like Gary Vee. And they just kind of yell at you and swear at you and tell you to stop being a, a candy ass and get off the couch and go do something with your life. <laughs> Which, that in itself is great. I mean, people need that. But also, there's something that you can't be a robot and only do that. Mm-hmm. Correct. And I, I'm sure there's some people, in the, you know, that's what they like. And But I think the vast majority of people, you do need something. Whether that's, I don't know, it can be anything. If you're working on a car, if you're super into fitness, if it's guitar, if it's music, if it's <laughs> podcasting, just to do it for fun. Mm-hmm. I think you need something that you can shut off your brain and and kind of just disconnect. And, you know, uh, for me, music and like playing the guitar is like meditation for me. I don't meditate, and that's okay. It, that's the but way that it works an, for me. Yeah, you do in a form though, because yeah. you're you're doing something that's uh, an escape from other stuff I can and turn pure off my passion. Brain exactly, and not stress about work, not stress about yeah. anything, and and that's what I can you know just devote myself to. And I think everyone needs to find what that is for them. They do. Like for me, and it took COVID. Like I mm-hmm. bought a new four wheeler and I've talked about it several times, but I absolutely love just going up and four wheeling and not thinking about anything yeah, else. Literally just headphones in, listening mm-hmm. to music and just driving and having a good time. I love it. It's the same with my wave runner. Yeah. <laughs> I own yeah. I own a wave runner and I own a four wheeler and they are mine. Uh-huh. They are not I mean They're yes the your, fa- your Yes, yes, the family uses them. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> but they are mine. In fact my wave runner has a name, it's Shaniqua. We, we won't even go. Which we were giving you crap on and around it. <laughs> yes, you were. Yeah. But I <laughs> haven't named the four-wheeler yet. What color and is it? It's blue. I don't mm. do blue. You don't do blue? Um. Yeah, I'm a Ute fan. We don't do blue. Oh. Are you going like, to wrap it like matte black? <laughs> no. matte, like, wrap your four-wheeler? You know, the funniest thing is we saw way better looking four-wheelers, but this one just had everything that we wanted yeah. on it, and it's like you can't be too choosy. Yeah. Don't worry. So. It'll, it'll become red eventually. Eventually. So. <laughs> eventually something will happen. No, that's, for me, passionate. Just get out there with my headphones and just speed and go and don't think about anything. Yeah. And I don't think people would think of that as necessarily a passion, but for me it is. It's uh-huh. what I enjoy doing. It's downtime away from everything else. Yeah. So. And, and there's there's those people who are content with a normal nine to five day job. Mm-hmm. And that's great. But there's also those other people kind of like myself where, yeah, I have a day job, but then I also have, I, I wouldn't call it my side hustle, but Ronin is, yeah. you know, a business that we're running and it's going great and, and we're it having is. an absolute blast with it. But then there's also that other thing where it's like, this is just for me. Mm-hmm. It's not for anyone else. It, it's just a thing that's strictly for me. And I'm wondering, do you have anything that that's like that for you? Uh, it, so my passion. So tech, I, yeah. I, mm-hmm. I had to run out and help. I, I have a friend that I do some IT work for. 
they sent me out to California very quickly to get in and out. Uh-huh. And I, I love to just tinker with technology. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I like it when nobody's around. Everybody always gives me crap because they're like, you're, <laughs> hey, I've got a nine to five. So I, uh-huh. I can't do it during the day. But they're always giving me crap because they're like, you know, you just come in and out and everything just magically works in the morning. I'm like, that's the way it should be. Mm-hmm. That, <laughs> that's frankly. how it's supposed to work. Yeah. Yep. But a lot of other passions, uh, I, I love connecting with people. I love building communities, planning events. Yeah. I, like to yeah. me, that is mm-hmm. your, your your dad dared me to do my very first one. And I was like, and I you're really down. enjoyed this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I, I was talking about the chat room yesterday. I was like, God, I missed throwing events. Uh-huh. We started talking about days at the depot when I threw some uh-huh. of those. I mean, granted, they screwed me on the last one. Really yeah, hard. really, really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, jeez. Yeah. Nobody, and, and this was my bad for not doing my research on the date, but the next event we did was Who's Your Patty? Oh, yeah. And it happened to be the same night Taylor Swift was in town. <sighs> Want to guess who yeah. showed up? Yeah. No one. Yeah. And well, part of that, too, though, was the depot closed the ticket mm-hmm. place. Wait. Oh, yeah. Really? They, they would. We they had told people. Yeah. They, yeah. yeah. they yeah, told they people they could pick up their tickets the night of, and they closed the ticket office. And Ian's <laughs> so, like, Ian's running up to me. I Nobody can get their no tickets. I don't yeah. know how to get them in the yeah. door. Yeah. It was. It was, it, it was just kind of like the perfect storm of bad things. And sadly, I didn't get to do that. And and now I'm kind of getting an itch for it again. I'm kind of like, oh, if things ever open back up. Half of the ideas that we do for Bash Music are yours. Oh, over half. <laughs> I, okay, all of them really are yours. You know, like might be true. Might be and, true. And yesterday we're we're all kind of talking in. You know, Chunga remixed a, a disco song, and you're like, Studio 54 Night. I was like, oh, man, that's mm-hmm. a great – so, you know, in two weeks, we're doing that. And the birthday bash, and where we give out shout-outs for birthdays in a month. That was the birthday bash too. was – I felt bad because I saw people, and we were only about two, three weeks, maybe a month into mm-hmm. lockdown at that point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There were so many people like, oh, my kid can't do anything, and he's really depressed. Yeah. Like, that that does suck. Mm-hmm. I, yeah. Birthdays are such a crucial event and anniversaries and things mm-hmm. like that where we couldn't get together. As, as soon as I was like, you know what? This would be a good bash thing. And I, I texted your dad, and uh-huh. he immediately wrote back and was like, Oh, my gosh. Perfect. <laughs> <Yeah>. You're back. <laughs> I, you, How you're not a multimillionaire with all of these amazing ideas, I, I have no idea. Josh's petting zoo. That That's what we've got to work on. So, Josh's please, special please zoo. No, please, no. Fill it with deer please, and, no. and blindfold no. him and have him show up. And, oh, man. That, that would be magical. Yeah. No. Yeah. I'm I, saying no. I think it needs to happen. <laughs> uh, I feel like your family sparks creativity. I, your your family just you your your mom your dad I, mm-hmm. and it's, I've known your mom for quite a while too. Yeah, yeah, you have. You guys spark creativity in me. Oh, I good. I feel like you guys make me a better person. Oh, <laughs> I love that. <laughs> Thank you. I, I can say the exact same thing about well you said, too. Ian. Honestly, yeah, we absolutely love you guys. You're family to us. I mean, it's it is a we, family. We've been through some <laughs> crap together. All of us. All of us. And, yes, it's you true. Know, we're still here and, and still doing what makes us happy. And that's what really matters. You guys were kind enough to let me for a school project come in. And this yeah. is actually the second time I've interviewed yeah, you this year. Yeah, it is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this time just isn't on camera, which is so much easier. Our, our buddy Nathan, we hope he made it back to South Korea. Have you heard from him? Safe. Since he, Not since he yet. Okay. I, I'm going to see if I can text him because it's over iMessage. Yeah. So I should be able to you see You should him. be fine, yeah. He came in. We had the best time. You guys dared me that day. <laughs> Uh, after I uh, after this. I get it flipped, yeah. and your dad's like, "So you're gonna mm-hmm. do a podcast, right?" And I'm like, "Sure, what? <laughs> sure, why not? I'll, I'll do it after the term." And then it was, Look you, at know, you guys, it'd be good if you did it sooner. Yeah, uh-huh. and here we are. And, and then, you guys have been very supportive, and we can't thank you yeah, enough. Yeah, we oh, do no, appreciate it. I mean, 
we want to push you guys to be able to to do things that you're wanting to do you know as silly as that sounds but you know sometimes you do need that little nudge and it's like okay you know you can do it yeah like, and, and you guys are absolutely killing it oh well thank we you we love the show we I, have it's fun. so much fun having it on we're trying to <laughs> get our groove on uh, yeah we're, I think we're, you got we're it. figuring it out i think we're figuring it out it. yeah yeah I, I definitely do and i'm excited to hear you know josh and spencer come on and, and everyone else after that <laughs> it's it's gonna be so they they want to talk about a few things and at first we were gonna do it separate and now we're mm-hmm. we're gonna do it together yeah. all in, in yeah. one I, I think it's going to be entertaining. I told Spencer he had to bring meat, his his yeah, smoked yeah. meat. Uh, yeah. Spencer and I talk a lot on uh, Messenger. On Today Facebook, on a new day podcast, Facebook. we're talking about meat. <laughs> meat. That's it. The, the we're going to have the, the meat best sweats I, I got was this week, and I, I was like, Spencer, you're not answering. Where? And Josh is like, Spencer, Spencer. And finally, he goes, I'm elbows deep in meat right now, and I'm like. <laughs> Why? Why did you have to say that? Yeah. Now I'm gonna have to comment. So, uh, yeah, the, you guys are. You've gone through a lot of changes mm-hmm. over yeah. the years in yeah. your crew. Yeah, and and I think you guys have really hit your stride with the current crew. Yeah. Oh, thank you. you you've well. dialed it, it in. For it sure. feels really good, yeah, honestly. Yeah. And um, I, I can't thank the listeners enough for you know hanging with us through everything that we've been through. It's Going on what seven seven years? Now? Seven I think years. This is, yeah, this is year number six. I I can't. There's no words. And we try and say that on our own, like when we're reading our, our patrons and just saying thanks to everyone. It, you just sound cheesy because you're like, thank you. No, you do but a good job like, with it. I think people I, I can't feel say appreciated. That yeah. Well, and it sucks because you guys had so much stuff planned. We were talking about yeah. it clear back in February when oh, I yeah. came over. <laughs> yeah. It was fascinating to watch you guys work. <laughs> and I was uh, the whole time. I'm just sitting there. Okay, how how are they doing that? How's that hooked uh-huh. up? So the tech side kicked in. Oh, and of course. I'm like, okay, well, I can use this to build a community, uh-huh. and I like building communities. I like doing events. My like, okay, the Legos so, are being built in your oh, mind. It, it was, yeah, it was just putting it all together. You have been super helpful. Anytime I've ever had a question, I reach out, and you're like, oh, oh yeah, you just do this because <laughs> I'm a nerd too. Oh, you know, and it's weird to be like doing a podcast and not covered in like four computers and three mixers. You know, you guys have like a really fancy one over here, and I'm I'm very jealous. Of them. You know, what are you passionate about, Chandler? I mean, I like your colored squares over here. You're like, I, love I like them. I like this the pretty so cool. pastels and the. And, and the sad thing is, we've never used that part of it. We will eventually we someday. Will. I'm sure. Yeah. Can but I put an air horn in there? Like, I, oh, do that. Yes, I, yeah? we but can do we that. Could. We could do that. Okay. Let's do that. We'll like Michael Scott that, saying, that is your said. that is your favorite sound. I I, I, I do oddly enough that like, my dad's really good at like doing impressions and like accents. For me, it's just sound effects. Like yeah. out of my day, like my girlfriend's like, you just make sound effects all the time, and I don't realize it. You're like, like boop, boop, boop. You know, it's there's just, worse things. I, I'm a DJ. What can I say? Yeah, exactly. You know, I don't so know. so what undis what what undisclosed passions do you have? So I I know about the music and mm-hmm. the hockey. Yeah. yeah, hockey. Yeah, not. Not, not so much anymore. So much anymore. Blew out my knee pretty bad skiing last year. Mm. So Ouch. that's a little kind of. Eh. Um, so it's definitely uh, DJing. It's playing guitar, podcasting, and then what I do for my day job, which I don't necessarily talk about a lot, which is I'm a videographer mm-hmm. and a video editor. I'm working for a big, you know, financial institution right now. But before that, I was working for a production company. Yeah, traveling all over the world. I was in like, I was like 28 states in one year. Oh, wow. It was just super, super busy. I was never home. I ended up having to leave that place just because Ronin is my number one passion. First mm-hmm. and foremost, it's Ronin. And, and being gone weeks on end to make movies is, is hard. Oh, I'm... You know, it's fun being able to be like, yeah, okay, at 23, I was able to work in Hollywood. And I edited a documentary that won the LA Film Festival. I remember That's seeing like your pictures of pretty that. Pretty cool, yeah. things like that. But being away from family that long and being away from my passion which is Ronan and, and being able to DJ and, and make people happy that way I just didn't feel like me you know I'm sitting there looking at the Hollywood sign 
walking down Hollywood Boulevard at 23 and I'm like, this, it's cool, Mm -hmm. but it's not really my passion. And I I do it for a day job and I love it. It, It's, you know, don't get me wrong. I absolutely love it. But being able to be with family, that's number one for me. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That, that's key. I I don't know. It's like, I'm I'm super, super grateful for it. And I've done a lot of crazy stuff uh, at, at my age, which I'm very, very blessed and very, very grateful for. But I'm very lucky. I can't take any credit for it. It's just, I'm very, very lucky to be in the situation that I am. I feel like hard work and work ethic out of you. It, it really yeah. does actually that, lend itself to You don't need any of that, kids. <laughs> oh, great Chandler. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's it's fun. I've done a lot of different things. It all comes back to just being creative. I have to have a creative outlet. Mm-hmm. You know, and to, not to go too far off the, the track here, like Rona hits, I'm like, okay, I'm going to learn something new. I'm going to learn coding. That's a that's a good skill to have. You know, yeah. Spencer was talking to me, you should do that. I'm, I'm typing away. I'm like, I just, yeah, I, no. My brain just I thought I wanted to do coding at one time too. Yeah. I felt like, you know, it. I, I'm a technology junkie yep. myself. Yeah. And yeah. I felt like, oh, this would be something great. And I started looking into it and researching it. And I'm like, nope. I don't think I can do it. <laughs> yeah. Like I wrote a little program and it like, it would like, guess your name and like, you do all that. I'm just like, yeah. I need to, for me, I'm very hands-on and I have mm-hmm. to be creative. To and me, it's when w- I, I like troubleshooting tech, like I, I networking, mm-hmm. break it, fix it stuff on computers. Yeah. I'm like, okay, I can make that work. Yeah. But beyond that, when with coding, you have to be so specific. Oh, yeah. It's tough. To me, oh, it's a struggle because if you- everyone who can do it. Because mm. I, I, I oh, that's yeah, something Matt. my brain just like exploded. I'm like, no, I just- I mean, coding makes our world work. And we need oh, yeah. it. And I should have known it wasn't for me when in high school we still had the lovely discs that we'd stick in the, oh, the floppy discs. Yes, the little yeah. floppy discs. Come on, and as the millennials call it, the save icon. Yes, yeah, it's yeah. true. We, uh, I took a coding class back then uh-huh. in high school thinking, oh, this is going to be a ton of fun. And I hated it. Do you remember point. what language it was? No. Probably C++. To, to, be, to be fair. I bet it was basic. It, oh, it, it probably I was bet basic. it was basic or Pascal. Yeah, it wasn't Pascal. No, it, wasn't, okay. it, I, it was basic. It was basic. I I got to the point where I hated it so bad that my friend, my best friend in high school, his name was Max. Mm-hmm. He had the period before me, and he'd hand me his disc as he walked out the door, and I'd put it in and use it as mine. I'd uh, rewrite like two or three things in it, and then so we wouldn't get in trouble for nice. having the same. I should have known then. Yeah. When I started <laughs> cheating to get through my class, I should have known. So that's all right. I mean. To each their own. It's just for anyone who's listening. I mean, I've learned a lot on this show already because I feel like I'm doing something wrong because I'm you know, hockey and DJing and no. skiing. Oh, absolutely and, not. You know, playing guitar and you know, editing and filming and uh, so many different things. And my plate's just so full, and I feel like that's a bad thing. It, you know, everything I looked into when I was researching this because I researched a little bit just yeah. to kind of have some background yeah. in my head. I thought the same thing. I thought if you're not focused on singly achieving one passion mm-hmm. and one dream that you're doing it wrong. But yeah. from everything I saw, that's actually wrong. Your passion should be just that, your passion, something you want to do. And in exploring that, you're going to find other things you want to do that you're passionate about. And I feel like you're actually more successful because you have many outlets. Oh, that I like you that. Use. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. I'm, that's really interesting. I'm a trainer by trade. So that's yeah. my day job is yeah. I, I do mm-hmm. training. I never thought I would ever say, you know, lifelong learner. I love to learn. I love to learn new things all the time. Mm-hmm. Granted, I'm picky about what I like to learn. Oh. You know, it, that's it, not a bad thing. Though. No. Astronomy uh, I was, I, I thought it would be cool. And then I had to take a class on it. And it was not the kind of astronomy you wanted to learn. Really? <laughs> it was like all that's the scientific measurements. Like and oh, I'm like, gosh. I, I was like, oh, well, you know, we'll learn. No. Learn about aliens and yeah. space travel. No, no. Oh. Going through and, and getting my degree in communications, I've had to learn a lot more about 
what makes people tick, why they yeah. talk the way they talk or how they think and yeah. conflict resolution, things, things of uh. that nature. You'll learn about something and then when you really go, oh, I really like this and you take it, that's when that passion starts burning. Exactly. So to me, it makes just absolute sense that you're evolving. Uh, that's yeah. what we do as people. Well, and I, I, I get bored really easy. And super easy. Where I'll be like, okay, I'm all the way involved in this thing. And then I'm like, you know, what? I've run my course with this. I did everything that I wanted to. What's next? Mm-hmm. And I'm constantly asking myself, okay, what's next? I don't ever want to be someone who's never satisfied with something. That's so I, I work right. on that daily. I can see that, that. That's really hard because yeah. I, I always want to make sure that like, I'm happy where I'm at, but I'm always looking on the horizon for something else. Whatever that is, you know, I don't know where I'm going to be in five years. And, and you know, when I was graduating high school early and I'm like, okay, hey, I knew exactly what my path was going to be. Mm-hmm. And then, Obviously, life hits in your early 20s, and yeah. everything blows up, and things change. And so I'm still kind of looking, okay, what's next? What's that next thing? I don't know. I don't I don't necessarily think that's a bad thing. It's not. It's I just th- making sure that you're, you are you can be happy with what you're doing in the moment as well. Correct, and I think you hit on that. Uh, yeah. As long as you're happy in the moment, it doesn't matter if you don't know what, like, I'm starting school. Do I know what I'm going to be doing a year from now? No. I'll probably still be doing this, of course, because I'm going to kill Ian if he wants to stop it. But <laughs> I'll kill Ian if he wants to stop it, too. Okay, there you go. Yeah. You've been warned, Ian. Anyway, <laughs> but being happy in the moment, like something's coming up down the road and you see it coming, but you want that so bad that you don't stop and enjoy what's happening right now exactly. and right in that moment. You have to enjoy the journey. You yeah. do. And if you don't, you're not doing it correctly i guess is the no, way to exactly if you if something that you're passionate about is that end goal and that's it you shouldn't be doing it right like let's say you pick up a guitar and you play three notes and you're like oh i suck <laughs> i hate this why am i not good you put it down that's not for you no you have to be in love with the whole process of mm-hmm. like tinkering and, and learning and whatever that may be if it's jet skiing you mm-hmm. know it can be anything but yeah. uh, to me that's that's crucial to make sure whatever your passion is make sure that you love the process of it right. you know if you're going to the gym and fitness is your big thing and you know, you go twice and you're like, why haven't I lost 40 pounds? <laughs> that's Maybe me. Maybe it's not your thing. <laughs> that's me. That's why I don't go. <laughs> you know, and it's like, and that's okay. There's nothing wrong with that. But you have to be like, okay, I love going out and doing that thing. Yeah. And no, you're right. I, it's, yeah. Jerem, right? Our, our buddy Jerem. Yeah. Jerem from Brazil. Yeah. Jerem in Brazil. In Utah. In, Jerem from Brazil yeah. in Utah currently. <laughs> yes. I, I don't know if they'll let him back at this point. but <laughs> <Not. so>. nice, <laughs> Rona. <laughs> yeah. But he he loves running. We we have Josh. I, we, we have many yeah. friends that love running. Yeah. I hate running I'm the same I, I have no. tried can't stand it I try like I'll get on my elliptical I'll do that and that's mm-hmm. about as far as I get into cardio <laughs> yeah. cardio sucks let's cardio, face it cardio does suck <laughs> I there's a lot of people that love it they thrive on it I my just husband. I can oh god your, your husband's insane Chris we love you but you're insane no he is insane and I tell him that so it's fine <laughs> yeah, I mean coming from like high level hockey and then I'm like trying to run on a treadmill I'm like I'm gonna die I'm just gonna die and I, you know, uh, I can't, I don't get it. Props to you guys, but no, uh. he, yeah, he rides his bike to from Lehigh to the VA hospital, which Holy is cow. which is across from the U Stadium, mm-hmm. Rice Stadium, for those that don't wow. know, and home. That's what thirty miles, twenty miles, thirty six miles, thirty six miles, yeah, yeah. And I just look at him every day when he goes and does it, and went, mm, okay, <laughs> have fun. <laughs> hey, it's his passion. It hey, is his the passion. Thing, the thing I want to get across is do something. Yeah, mm-hmm. anything. And if it doesn't work out, that's okay. Pivot. It'll go for something else. You know, hockey didn't work out for me. That's okay. That's not that's not a bad thing. No. But but hockey brought you to learning about DJing. It did. Yes. And if so, I wouldn't have played hockey, I wouldn't be a DJ right now. Right. And and Which I feel is like crazy to think about. I feel like you can find yourself in the journey yeah. of what you think you want to do and then, oh, but wait, I really enjoy doing this part of it and move that way. Pivot, mm-hmm. just like you said. And, and there's always those people like, Oh, well, I want to do this but blank. 
There's yeah. always going to be a million excuses, excuses not to do something. Yeah. You know, today, if, it, if you have one thing today, do – the way I, I, I try and work on goals is I try and do one thing a day towards that. Mm -hmm. So if I'm DJing, I try and learn one new way to mix or I work on a remix or find new acapellas or if I'm playing guitar, I try and learn, like, one new blues lick on a guitar every single day. Just do something. And even if it's 10 minutes, yeah. at least you did something. Exactly. And I know there's that big famous speech from uh, William McRaven, who's a former Navy SEAL, and it's gone viral, and it's like, make your bed every single day. Mm -hmm. I do that. I don't. I've lived I don't. By that. But I try and do something towards myself yeah. every single day. And it's that same kind of principle where you're like, okay, if you go to bed at night, did you do something that was going towards something you're passionate about? Progress is what makes the journey enjoyable. And, and yeah. knowing you're going to get stuck every once in a while Absolutely. or life is going to catch up with you. Of yeah. course. It's, that's you're human. Okay. It's okay. I get frustrated with my journey in school. And yeah. I was talking with, uh, um, there's a lady at work that I asked her to be my mentor. Mm -hmm. And we sit down and have fantastic conversations. Last winter, it was, it was towards the end of the year. Mm -hmm. I, she's like, are, are you okay? And I was like, oh, I'm just frustrated. I'm like, you know, I feel like I'm not getting anywhere. I'm in school. And she goes, okay, how long have you been doing school? And I was like, four, just about four years now. And she goes, okay, where are you at? I'm like, well, I'm a junior. And she goes, okay, how, how much school, you know, do you have left mm -hmm. to go? So we kind of figured it out. And she goes, give yourself a break. She goes, you took a year and a half off to take care of your partner at the time that was in a car accident. Yes. Uh, well, not, well, car versus motorcycle. Motorcycle, yeah. yeah. And was laid up for quite a while. You've done this, this. You work full time. And when you were working full time, you're doing 60 hours a week. On top of doing, give yourself a break. Yeah. <laughs> you do yeah. have to, yeah. And I can tell you, I will finish a little bit beyond, like two months beyond my five-year mark. Mm -hmm. I'll get a four-year degree in five years, and I took a year and a half off. Okay. That's pretty damn good. Maybe yeah. I'm not doing so You're bad after all. You're not at all. You're actually doing very good. And, and now on top of that, podcasting. And yes. That, that's <laughs> just because you love me and then you want to see me every week. Exactly. So it's fine. Well, and, and when you guys dared me, like I was like, I, I don't know what I'll do. I, I don't know what I'll talk about. <laughs> yeah. I reached out to Sochi, which someday you're going to have to meet. The hot uh, mess I, I've heard Sochi. lots about her. Oh, uh, I, I'm, yeah. I'm sure you've heard all sorts of stories. <laughs> but... She she's crazy and entertaining is is all get out mm -hmm, and definitely. that was my first direction. I was like, yeah. well, we'll just talk about the hot mess that is our lives and yeah. Yeah. It, it'll be magical. And then she problem is she never shows up. She she is one that's habitually late or just forgets. She'll so, be the first one to tell you that too. Oh, from what I've heard, absolutely. Yes. Yeah. She she yeah. totally owns it. Yeah, uh, there's a reason that you know I call her the hot mess express. So. <laughs> And I was texting Ange. We, we were mm -hmm. te texting back and forth. And I was like, well, and then I was like, well, why don't me, you, and Soch do this? And yeah. Soch flipped Originally, out. And I was like, yeah. it's just me and you. Yeah. And, and yeah. if Soch shows up, she shows up. I, I still want to have Ron. She's like, oh, I want to do it. I'm like, then, then come over come here. Over. Uh -huh. <laughs> Remember. And, you know, I'll, I'll have to tell her there's churros hidden somewhere in my house. <laughs> but Keto she, churros, she, but churros. There you go. <laughs> she loves churros. So, but uh, who doesn't? I'm the same way. I, I mean, who doesn't like churros? Taco churros have held me over because not because being able to go to Because you can't go to Disneyland. Oh, I know. It good. sucks because they are. we were... We were so looking forward to try and do a Ronin trip out there. Yeah. And oh, Ian and I already planned it. We were going yeah. together and we, it, we, yeah. we, and we told Chris he was going to have to stay. Yeah. But, <laughs> you uh, can stay home with the kids. Um, <laughs> I, I may have to drop my dogs off with him. He'd be. <laughs> no, I, I was so sad that we couldn't go because your dad, when he found out, and, yeah. and I think I was telling you too, I think it might have been when we were doing the, the interview earlier this year. Yeah. I got asked, well, when's the last time you were to Disneyland? And I was like, oh, that was during that. Yeah. Right. 
1996. Oh my god! Wow. What? Yeah. You're going? And I'm like, oh, okay, uh, yeah, it's probably time. Uh-huh. It, it was I, a family tradition uh, for us since the time I was eight years old. My parents okay. made sure we went every year. Yeah. And then we continued the tradition when we had our kids, and then we'd do these big family trips. And then sadly. It's closed. We had a trip planned this year, but it's uh, not yeah. happening. So. We, we've had to cancel two trips since this. I mean, we, we have annual passes. Mm-hmm. and uh, Yeah. Oh, well, the annual pass hard. is the way to go. It's if you're tough. Gonna go. it, it's so tough. Being a Disney nerd, I mean, I have watched more YouTube videos of the inside of Pirates of the Caribbean than I ever thought I would in my lifetime. <laughs> just know, to try uh, and cope my, and just survive. <laughs> my mom, who passed away a year and a half ago, uh-huh. she had, I can guarantee you, like your passion and your dad's are great, but you didn't know my mom. Really? She has a whole room in her house. It's her Disney room. Okay. And mm. it's all her collectibles. And yeah. she has every snow globe from the collection that's wow. ever come out. She has the life-size dolls of the mini Mount. She has, you should, Everything. I should take pictures, but I don't I feel like see. the pictures would do it justice. Yeah. It's obviously still there, but she was just so passionate about it. And since this all happened, we wanted to go back to kind of celebrate her mm-hmm. life there, but we haven't been able to do that oh, yet. Oh, that's hard. But same way, it's like I'm going to watch this ride, and now that they announced Splash Mountain, I'm like, well, dang it, now I gotta. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know? I mean, yeah, my girlfriend came over and we did a, a day at Disney at home. Oh, see, fun. Oh. So she's a chef, and so she made Monte Cristos for all of us, <gasps> and then we went to Del Taco, got some churros. Okay, you, Michaela, you best be calling next time. Right, <laughs> Michaela, I'm gonna need a Monte Cristo. <laughs> right. I tried to make one and I cannot make them. Ma- yeah, Michaela, she... you you best be calling They're next time. They're so good, and yeah. So then we just sat in the living room, and I'm like. All right, you pick a ride, and my dad would pick a ride, and then I'd pick a ride. And then we'd go through, and, and then we would watch. We'd find, like, videos of people walking to that ride. Mm-hmm. So, like, you know, there's, like, these mm-hmm. walkthroughs on Disney. So we'd hurry and, like, scrub through and find, okay, they're walking from Big Thunder to Space Mountain. Let's watch that. And just try to do everything we could <laughs> just to kind of stay sane. <laughs> It, it, does keep is, you, but... it does keep you sane. But, I mean, the thought of Disneyland closed, and you watch those eerie videos where people, the flyovers, where yeah, it's, it's, just just, empty. it's just empty. You see a couple security guards. Yep. and. I was excited too when I started to see them testing the rides. Like they'd show the rides at night yeah. and the lights. And I was like, yes, yes. And then it didn't happen. And one thing my dad's been really into is uh, the Matter Cam, which I don't know oh, if you yeah. guys have heard about that. I have. It's yeah. just a live stream camera um, on a hotel across the street from Disneyland, but you can see into the park. And we, you know, we were like, oh, let's check up on Disneyland. It's like three in the morning. We turn on, they're testing the fireworks. Like fireworks are going off inside the park. And we're like, oh, there's a hope. <laughs> but you never know. Yeah. And so. I mean, the the way I kind of want to tie this into passion is if you're at home, find something new. Mm-hmm. It's a, right now is the perfect time. And I know there's a lot of crap going on, you know, uh, from layoffs to people being sick and everything like that. But this is a once in a lifetime opportunity where you might have some extra time to dig into something that you don't, you're, you wouldn't normally think about. And, that's, and, and don't talk yourself out of it. No, you're right. And you know what? Your passion, something you're passionate about doesn't have to cost a lot of money. Mm-hmm. No, it doesn't, it doesn't have to. I mean, I think that that's the one only good thing about this coronavirus thing is people have reached out and found different outlets and different ways to do things and i think it's been great to see like i like watching people's journey oh yeah that's yeah like, it's a lot of fun. if your passion's reading a book you know it doesn't have to be some grand big thing <laughs> exactly. if your passion's disneyland hop on youtube you know do something there's it doesn't there's no rules to Mm-mm. what you're gonna be passionate no. there has never been a better time i have a lot of co-workers that have really been struggling with the quarantine work from home lockdown yeah you know, school at home yeah and I've loved it. I've thrived in it. People are yeah, like, I have as well. How, how are you doing so well at this? And I, I tell them because I keep myself busy and I keep moving. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you are busy. Every time I talk to you, I'm like, yeah, what are you up to? And it's just like, bam, 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 bam. And Sadly, I thought I was bad for bouncing to thing to thing. And I mean, you're all over the place and it's awesome. I love yeah. seeing that. I 
I, two weeks from today will be the end of the term. Mm-hmm. Thank you, God. So one thing I do want to, I want to kind of flip this then to find out yeah. your end goal as far as like schooling goes. Yes. What, what's your passion there? So I, I, I did the typical college thing, except I did it at 40, uh, where I was kind of wandering around. I started out in IT. Okay. And then I found out the math requirements and went, mm, yeah. no. No, thank you. <laughs> no, pass. And then I moved into, I was like, well, business. And then I saw the math mm-hmm. requirements went, mm, no, I want yeah. something that doesn't do math. And the more I read, I was like, communications, that's me. I love talking to people and finding out what may, You're makes people, people tick. I love yeah. people. Yeah. And so I'm going to end up with strategic communications as my major. I think we were talking about that when I came over. You were, yeah. And I love, like, corporate culture. I love training. I love just helping people. And that's really what spurred me to do what I'm doing now. Mm-hmm. Once I'm done with the bachelor's, I, I already had another school reach out and was like, so, you know, master's. Oh, yeah. like, uh, I don't know. <laughs> I, yeah, I'm like, this has been a journey. I don't know if I'm up for two more years right now. I probably... We'll look at it just depending on where we're at. Who knows what's mm-hmm. going to be going exactly. on. Back I'm not going to close the door on it. But I'd also like to take a little bit more time off and delve more into podcasting yeah. and the social media stuff. I love using technology to also make connections with people. Mm-hmm. I, See, that's cool. Yeah. I like that. I, yeah, I, I me just, too. Yeah. I, I really thrive on that. Mm-hmm. And while, yes, it sucks we can't be in person a lot of the time yeah. for stuff anymore, Angela and I are beyond selective on who we associate with because we want to keep going. And, Uh you know, understanding that the people we've had over, uh, you and your dad and Gray, Mm -hmm. all high risk or people who have high risk that they come in contact with. And we have very respect for that. But that doesn't mean we can't be a community. The fact that we can jump into a chat room during Bash and talk to people is incredible. Yeah. And the hard thing is, like, social media is awful in a lot of ways. Mm -hmm. I hate social media. If I didn't have to do it for my job, I, I wouldn't be and on social media Honestly, at all. that's the only reason I stay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. On like Instagram is a little more enjoyable to me. It's just pictures. Yeah. You, you can follow like creative people or Correct. You know, whatever. Yeah. Um, I made a joke on Facebook the other day. I'm like, do you ever feel like it's a bad game of telephone? Remember the telephone oh, game? Oh my god. Where we post something that's supposed to just be a joke. And, it goes down the line. But then it gets edited and copied and pasted and photoshopped and all of a sudden now it's fact and we all believe it and yeah. it's ugly and it's just gotten to that point and I feel like we're actually going to be doing a show on social media pitfalls. Yes. I think you should because she has more experience about being banned from Facebook than anyone <laughs> I will ever know. You know, I, the funniest I, thing I, is, is it's usually... it's for usually, every time she gets banned. <laughs> see all those, see all those leaves? All the leaves are in. Each leaf. <laughs> Each one is a ban. That was the ban of 09. So. <laughs> no, it just... There's just a lot of pitfalls, and it's easy to get dragged down, but you're right. Social media is bad, but I think it could be good if we could all just get away used, from some of that. It can be used for way. such positive things. It, exactly. it is. When you when you see certain things that go viral, mm-hmm. and you're like, God, that made me feel so good. I mm-hmm. a couple, I think it was like two years ago. There was a video shared out of somewhere in Asia where there was um, a guy that did something kind. He paid for yep. a I know the one cake you're talking or something. About. I oh, shared okay. it for for some people. Yep. That, there was younger kids and a grandparent that couldn't afford it, so mm-hmm. he bought the cake. And then it was. Because somebody had bought a cake for him, him when he was little. And, and it ended up being their, the same guy. their oh. grandparents. And, and yeah, stuff like really that cool, is just so. like, 
it's like yeah. oh that that lifts you up or yeah, it does. sharing you know and your, well, your dad makes fun i i always share your music <laughs> sets because i'm like I, which is i love this. i love and, that and, too. Know, he'll, he'll share it 50 times i will because it brings people <laughs> joy uh, i have a ton you. of coworkers that i've shared i'm like hey you need to listen to this and some are like why haven't you ever shared this with me before i'm like you're not paying attention because I share it every time. <laughs> I love that we do like you're you're the best promoter ever. I mean that is what you should be doing because like we post a you know hey listen to Bash Music it's on yep. in like an hour and then I check the comments and Ian's tagged like 47 people. I was like you gotta listen to this and like they all respond and, and you know everyone's like everyone's there and I don't know you you definitely have an. Uh, Passion and and part of it's just because I I'm like you. I want people to feel good. I want right. that's what it comes to enjoy themselves. Yeah. For either whether it's making films and editing mm-hmm. to playing guitar and music to podcasting, it's all just trying to help people just get through yeah. the stuff that they have going on in their life. And that's everyone needs just to kind of just uh, forget about life. And, and they they do. I life is yeah. granted, weird. especially right now is is weird <laughs> yeah. and yeah. We could do a whole show on I, social I media pitfalls. I don't want to say <laughs> depressing, <laughs> but. My God, it, it's tough. Yeah, I find that right now uh, the introverts mm-hmm. and and I I know I'm an introvert. I know Angie's an introvert. You, I I I would dare say introvert. I'm an introvert. Yeah, he is. Yeah, and, but and you think, and I are kind of in the same way. Where we're like, yeah, we like people. We like we people. do people things. But, but there comes a time where you have to shut that door and uh-huh. you're like, I need mm-hmm. the me time. Yep, yep. You exactly. Do. And. I'm not the one to be at a party and be like the center of attention. No. You know, or like a nightclub, they're like, yeah, I don't dance. I don't, like, I'm in the back corner just listening to the music happy as can be. Like, that. that's who I am as a person. Enjoying and, the vibes from the crowd, yeah. Yeah, and, and, you know, I don't know, as far as, like, social media goes, and, you know, sometimes, like, I, on my iPhone, I there's a limit to what you can put, like, mm-hmm. I'm on Instagram for an hour a day, and I just limit that, because, mm-hmm. I don't know, I, I think you've got to try and stay present in the moment as much as you can. Yeah. I love that feature. I, yeah, I use it every single day. When I started into school, 20, 21 credits over the summer. Uh-huh. And I'm like, I don't know how I'm going to do this. But I activated the limits on my phone, so I get like an hour max. Yeah, the same That's with me. That's it. Yep. And Just so you both know, Android phones do the same thing. It's oh, no, I have an Android iPhone. at home. I switch, I switch between both. Like, I play both teams. <laughs> it's, a, it's a me and Ian Sore thing. Sore spot. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, well, that's just, just wait till I show you a couple of the new features. So uh, <laughs> They have widgets now. <laughs> But widgets it, that they took from Android. Uh, here we go. <laughs> <A few years laughs> ago. Anyway, <laughs> yeah, it's it's fun. Just uh, you know, I got the, like once that feature came on my iPhone. This is a couple years ago, mm-hmm. and they're like, "Oh, you've spent seven hours uh, in the past like two days on Instagram." I'm like, oh gosh, yeah, what am I way doing? too much time? Yeah. Now, like, there's there's a time and a place for social media, and mm-hmm. I, I truly believe like if you're on social media and you're looking at someone and you're like, "Oh, I hate myself. I'm not on a beach in." Maui or something like that. Comparison is Mm-mm. what kills everyone. It is, but you can do it in a way that I do this in a way where I think you can look at it as a positive. Mm-hmm. Where like, let's say it's fitness, and you're like, okay, that guy looks awesome. He's dressed really nice. He's got nice shoes. I want to work towards that. Yeah. To me, I find that as a positive. Yeah. But if you're beating yourself up like, oh, I don't look like that. You're, I, yeah. I'm a terrible person now. That's when I think you need to shut that off. Are, yeah. are you going to progress? Are, are, are you using, using it to progress as, a goal? As, as inspiration, or using it to beat yourself down? And I think that's that's that fine line it that is. people have to be really and, careful. And that of. that's one of the pitfalls. And I yeah. feel like in in especially with Facebook, the mom genes of the social medias, <laughs> yeah, uh, um, people just are out there to preach their point. Yeah. Anymore, and I fell into that uh, guilty. Yeah. I, I mean, yeah, I think we all have. But at for some point. for the last year, 
I just don't get into anything political, controversial, things like that. It's just fun. Yeah. If you if you shut off social media yeah. or if you shut mm-hmm. off like politics on social media and oh, you turn off I don't news, even follow any in, on you kn- social media anymore. The world looks pretty damn good. I'm I'm like you where I started unfollowing people that got overly preachy about politics. Mm-hmm. Hey, you're you're not going to change anybody's mind. Who cares? No. And I started unfollowing people like you did. Yeah. And mm-hmm. it's amazing, A, how much better I feel about reading my feed. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> because people are talking about, well, yeah. we, we have a lot of friends that are into baking or yeah. or cooking or <laughs> painting yeah. or whatever it is. Their I, passion. Uh, it's amazing following someone who's passionate. Yeah, and you exactly. can they show that in there. Oh, wait. Yeah. That inspires me to do something. Yeah. But yeah. yeah, get away from all the crap if you can. <laughs> it's the world's pretty okay if you if you turn that stuff off. Yeah, it, we're having to wear masks and there's a global pandemic going on. Okay, you know, I, but I made a post about I don't even remember not being able to sleep uh-huh. or something. It was just journaling out Some, loud. Something, yeah. yeah, it was just fun. Nothing meant. And someone went to face masks on there. I said I didn't like, even. Wait, I didn't even mention. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like unfollow because oh, what. I didn't even mention that. And like, I've made the arguments about, you know, if you don't like Diet Coke, you can just, and I'm joking around with people. And oh, I finally. Oh, and you just had an avid Pepsi drinker go crazy. Yeah, I, Karen, like, exactly. Crap on so you. I yeah. finally tied it all in together. I said, did I change any of your minds whatsoever because I was preachy about Diet Coke? No, I didn't. Yeah. That's the point. <laughs> That's a good point. And, and then you had people <laughs> jump in on you about other stuff on that. Exactly. So that fantastic. And, and that was the point. Anyway. <laughs> we could go on and on about yes, social media. We could. But it's, it's really a thing where. Just take a break. Well, I, I asked Follow around, your passion. Follow take your passion. Take a break. Yeah. Yeah. I and asked everybody what their passions were, and I, I got everything from uh, – and, and I learned stuff about people. Oh, yeah. It's yeah. great. Gardening and writing. Mm-hmm. You know, Josh Cheese, not a surprise. <laughs> Sword fighting was one of them that I saw. <laughs> hey, <laughs> Awesome. Oh, <laughs> I, Go for it. I mean, I love mm-hmm. it. It's, you know, your, your dad would have put music. Not a surprise there. Yeah. I, I was like, if you put anything but that, I would be surprised. <laughs> we, uh, the sword fighting Joe, uh, one of my coworkers, and uh, oddly a very practical skill, as mm-hmm. I'm sure the zombie apocalypse is coming. It's coming. Any day now. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we're, we're determined it's going to be November. Yeah. I'm saying December. So I love the single those posters. Like, the Mayan calendars are wrong. It's happening in November. <laughs> the math is wrong. It's like, what? You don't know. <laughs> exactly. Shut up. And what what do we not know that you're passionate about? Oh. Yeah, because you're, you're going back yeah. to school or are you starting school? I'm going to be starting school. Okay. I actually never got to. Yeah, that's, um, that's how mm-hmm. I never yeah. went to college. Yeah. Um, didn't regret it, really. No. I just feel like I see an end coming where my youngest grandson is four. My other mm-hmm. two that can have kids that are old enough to have zero interest in it and great. Good yeah. for them. Yeah. Um, and he's going to be starting kindergarten and stuff. And I got thinking, okay, now what do I want to do you with the rest of my time. life? Yeah. <laughs> I have a really natural knowledge. I remember things really well mm-hmm. in the medical field. Now, oh, I, don't, okay. I don't want to go be a doctor and I don't want to be a nurse out of school at 60 years old starting her career. Uh-huh. I'm just going to go back into something that's going to get me in that medical field a little bit and I can kind of set my that's own hours of work. Very yeah. Cool. I'm really, I'm natural at that. Like a doctor can tell me something once and I remember forever. And my husband is a nurse. Oh, really? And he, he all the time will tell me, you really, really, really should do something with that knowledge. Uh Because I remember things better than he does on some things. It's just, it just, for some reason, it just sticks with me. So something along those lines, but because I am passionate about it, it's the caring for people, the helping people, the wanting to help them be better mm-hmm. and fix things and stuff like that. Um, I, I write. 
I've written two books, none of which I don't know if I'll ever publish or do Why anything not? with. You know, I don't know. Because yeah, have the... you ever heard of Harlequin romance novels? <laughs> <laughs> so not Harlequin no. romance. In fact, one's more kind of a, a action adventure type of book, okay. and the other one's kind of a sci-fi. So I enjoy writing because to me it's creative outlet. And yeah. the action adventure one was more when I started when I was really young and in a rut in my life, clinical depression. I've been diagnosed with that. Uh-huh. And I started writing as an outlet and it just kind of took a journey. And I love writing. I'm super passionate about it. To me, that's my downtime. Yeah. Put some music on, like usually a musical soundtrack or they're a score. The oh, they're, they're, they're the so yeah. And you just get writing and you're furiously yeah. going. Yeah. And that's that's probably that and my family time. How Time. often do you write then? Uh, several nights a week, okay, usually. Good. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Definitely. I okay, have to. Sometimes, <laughs> sometimes I have to make that time, and yeah. it's usually after everyone's gone to bed. But okay. still, it's my time. So that's yeah. I mean, yeah. and to those people, oh, I'm too busy. I'm too busy. No. Find time. Save an hour. Yeah. Uh, an hour of sleep at night less isn't going to kill you. Yeah. Make the time. Make the time. Mm-hmm. You can figure yeah. it out. Have to. You have yeah. to for sure. And, and going back to like school, I never went to school. You know, I have a very big corporate job, and I never went to school. To me, if you're passionate about something, YouTube is a lifesaver. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I, I put it on my resume when I'm applying at jobs, YouTube University, because that's all you really need to to kind of get your feet wet in something that you may want to be passionate about. Yeah. And, you know, if you're like, oh, I want to learn about, I don't know, you know, something, what, what's something random that you think someone would want to learn about? Um, How to fix a toilet. Yeah. It's on YouTube. <laughs> oh, you know, I... Everything's on YouTube. Home repairs that I've been doing for the last yeah. few years since I bought my house. I everything's went on, on li- you know, replaced all the ceiling my, fans and lights yeah. and everything. My husband's very mechanically inclined. He's always been able to fix anything on our cars yeah. anytime they break. But YouTube is his best friend. It is. He'll be like, well, I'm just going to YouTube it instead of figuring out myself. And I'm going to watch them. Yep. And, and, and I'm going to save hours of, hours of yeah, heartache and headache. And That's how I learned how to use our, our mixing board yeah. there. That's how I learned video production. It was... You know, just you hop on YouTube it out. and you just figure it out. And yeah, YouTube's awesome for that. To anyone who's listening, like, take something today, you know, and, and do it for my, – my goal is, like, do something towards a goal for seven days in a row. That's And then if awesome you're not feeling advice. it, move on to the next thing. Guess guess what he just issued? The weekly challenge. That's that, is right. That the weekly challenge? <laughs> that's the weekly <laughs> challenge. I think that's a good one, yeah. I love it. We're, we're getting people to do our dirty work for us. It's so. great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it's just do something. Okay, I want to learn cross-stitching. Great. Do mm-hmm. something every single day. If it's ten minutes, who cares? Get, You're get doing a, something. Get a small kit, and and I I tell people always start with don't don't go overly elaborate. Yeah, don't start go with buy something everything. Super and, simple. Yeah. With with video editing, I I started into that a little bit. Definitely not the level. <laughs> <laughs> I I'm envious of your ability to learn. I'm oh, like thank oh, you. but. I, a very rough cut that we did, and plus I, I threw that together in like six hours because yeah. the person that was supposed to do it didn't do it. Yeah. yeah. That's on my list of things that I'm going to learn a little bit more this fall because I get to work with Craig Worth again. Oh, nice. That's awesome. Uh, and, and do some stuff for him. So yeah. I, I'll be hitting you up for advice Oh, on absolutely. I mean, do it. And, and, you know, I've definitely been on set, you know, in, in Los Angeles or in Seattle, and I'm like working – I'm using a camera that's $200,000. Oh. And I'm like, I can't figure this out. I'm just like secretly pulling up YouTube. Like, <laughs> oh, yeah. How to do this. And it's okay. You can learn stuff. Be, be curious. I be mean, curious. We're, we're, we're all super curious. Mm-hmm. Just do something. Like yeah. you're saying, yeah. seven days, just try it, do it. You don't like I, it, move on. I want you guys to send us messages on something that, like, try something new. And, in fact, how can they find you? Because yeah, I, I'm, let them know. Instagram is probably the best place for me. Mm-hmm. That's where yep. I'm the most active. It's at it's Chandler Smith. Mm-hmm. Um, and then on Twitter, I believe it's it's 
Chandler-esque because someone stole Smith, whatever. I'm still <laughs> mad about it. And then on Facebook, yeah, it's just Chandler Smith. I would love to know kind of what yeah. you guys are doing. If it's something random that you've never done or just like, you know, a rekindled passion of yours that you're getting back into, do something seven days a week. It's a 10 minutes. Who gives a crap? Yep. It's something. You never know where it's going to snowball into. It's true. And, and that's happened with me. So. And if you, in case you're listening to us and you don't listen to Radio Ronin, A, what are you waiting for? <laughs> yeah, hello. RadioRonin.com, <laughs> go, go check them out. Yeah. We're, we're part of that network and we're very grateful that we you are. guys have been promoters oh, and, and brought us into that family. We needed a show like you guys. I mean, this is, I, I when you when you pitched the idea, right? Hell yeah. <laughs> we, we this were, is awesome. We, we were going to try some other things, but this is what we settled on. We were yeah. like, we want to do something different for Ronan. Yeah. And, yeah. I, and I think it all circles back to trying to help other people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and that's what I look at. And you guys are doing that with the show. Oh, awesome. And Thank you. It's helped me. I've learned a ton just about myself doing this, you know, oh, this good. episode. And so. Saturdays, go listen to Bash, Bash Music. Yeah. Head over to Spreaker.com. Yep. And just search Bash Music. And bam, it's there. Yeah. It's a, it's a black logo with a, it's neon blue, neon pink. And it's super easy to find. But we, when we do all these sets live, they immediately post. So you can go back and listen to oh, years I, worth of sets. That oh, we play. I love to go back and listen yeah. to your stuff. And it's it's fun because it's a natural progression. Yeah, everything changes. Mm-hmm. And, and if, if you need a social outlet while you're listening, that chat room is a ton of fun. And you get to know everybody in that chat room. It's yeah. it's a lot of fun. It's, I think I yesterday we were at like 1,400 comments in two hours. Ex- oh, it's easily. back and forth. <laughs> it's banging every time. And I, I yeah. even get messages from people like, oh, I'm too nervous to jump in. No, no. just no. jump in. We're trying to, Radio Ronin as a whole, we're trying to build a community that can have anyone feel welcome. Mm-hmm. Doesn't mm-hmm. matter anything, you know, race, yeah. age, gender, religion, passions, uh, politics, whatever. This is a home that we just want to try and bring And you guys together. do a good job with that. Oh, you thanks. Do. And hop in the chat. Just come say hi. Ian will, you know, we'll talk your ear <laughs> off and it's awesome. And, and you know, Cindy I'll, will say something really, I'll really probably, inappropriate and it'll yeah. be great. But. And I'll probably be sarcastic and a brat, but that's uh, yeah. just me. I, I got accused of being too business about a month ago. So I well, you know, had to Welcome to up. the chat, Chandler. Nice to have you. <laughs> Hello, Chandler. Hello, Chunga. <laughs> and Good he day, ignores how, me. How has your evening been? <laughs> he ignores me. I'll be like, hi, everybody. Hi, Ian. Just keep scrolling. What? Whatever. <laughs> it's like, uh, oh, I'll I spent see so much her. time with her already. Oh, exactly. I can't handle it anymore. <laughs> oh, my God. It's Angela. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, she'll but... beat me tomorrow. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> but I, just, I can't thank you guys enough for doing oh, what well, you're doing. No, thank, thank you. you. The world needs more shows like this, and, and you guys are absolutely killing it. And Thank you. The world would be a, a much better place if everyone was like you, too. Aww. So uh, well, I, I can't thank you guys enough. A large part of it's just the family that you guys have welcomed us oh, into thanks. and made. So yeah. we, we really appreciate you spending the time coming over. Of course. Mm-hmm. I hope to be on future ones. Oh, oh we, of course. We're going to have you guys back okay, cool. as, as much as we can, as often as we can. It's nice not having to run the show. I can just like, sit back and relax, <laughs> like, kick oh, my feet up. Yeah. He's, he's yeah. like, and the best part, I don't have to edit this either. I don't have either, to do so. anything. I know. This is nice. So... Well, this episode was a little longer. It was. I'm sorry. But no, no there's I, actually, I no, there, we, we're enjoying the conversation, but there's a reason. Yes. Which I, Ian will explain. We're so, not going to be here next, next week. Next week. <gasps> so. What? Yeah, this, this is me. Do you remember what happened when we said we weren't doing bash music? I know. And you know what we just did for you? <laughs> I know. Ian. Uh, <laughs> Thank you, Chandler. <laughs> Thanks. And <laughs> no, now, so next, next weekend is sadly a bigger holiday than even the fourth in Utah. Oddly enough, yeah. It's weird. It's, 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 weird. it's weird. For people outside of Utah, it's so we have a second fourth of July. We we call it Pioneer well, that's the official name. It's called Beer and Pie Day. Pine Beer Day. <laughs> and yeah. it's uh, my I will not get much sleep that weekend. And on top of that, it is my uh, the start of my finals, finals. week. Finals. Oh. Yes. And I have 
You've got because a, yeah. I, I'm an idiot and took seven classes this summer, <laughs> and I have four finals wow. between next Sunday and the following Sunday. Mm-hmm. Okay. So May the I, force be with you. Oh, yeah. that's, that's a lot. Yeah, I, I he, talked he, about it with Angie the other day. And he I was called like, and he's yeah. like, can we do this? this? I'm like, Ian, let's just take a break for one week. Give yourself a chance. Another it's okay. little tip. It's okay to take breaks. It yeah. is. Yeah, I, I, mean, I, I was in Hollywood working on movies. I'm like, I've got to take a break. This, oh, is, it's this crazy. is too much. And it's okay. I, I appreciate when you guys are like, you know, we're, we've got this and this. We, we only have the two of us and, mm-hmm. and on occasion guests that yep. we have to coordinate. With you, you have four separate schedules you're trying to coordinate. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. And families and girlfriends and day jobs and Spencer's married and, yeah, it's yeah. a lot. So. It is. I, you know, granted, I, I think he's more married to Ronan than Stephanie. We love he's, Stephanie. I think he's more married but... to Josh than, than Ronan. <laughs> that might be true. Yeah. <laughs> this is why we're going a little bit long today. Yep. One, I, we were enjoying the conversation. You're super fascinating. Yeah. And, oh, thanks, and we guys. love having you over. Thank you. And we can't wait to have you back. I would love to be back. We will definitely have you back. Everybody. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you, Chandler, of for course. coming Thank over. You, we Chandler. can't wait to guys. have you back. <laughs> and uh, we will see you in not one, but two weeks, yes. and we will be back. Yes. Have a nice week, everybody. Bye.